Welcome and welcome back to the Homestead Dreaming Podcast. This is episode number 13. My name is Casey, I'm your host, and this show is about going after big goals, which for me involves buying land and starting a subsistence farm. So before we get into the main topic for today, you may have noticed that I did not post an episode last week. I ended up having a bit of a family situation that I could do absolutely nothing about because thanks to the pandemic, I couldn't travel, but I still found myself really distracted. And whenever I'm mentally distracted by something like that, I like to do very physical tasks. So I did not read. I did not do any writing or planning for the podcast. Instead, I exercised a lot and I did a big garden and yard cleanup. And also, I think this is worth noting, I reached out to a lot of people that I haven't been as great at keeping in contact with. You see, when my dad was sick and I was at rock bottom, I don't know if this was an entirely conscious decision, but I ended up putting distance between myself and the people that I love. And I did that because I figured if I have fewer people in my life, then that's fewer people to lose. If I'm not that close with others, then losing them will hurt less. For a moment last week, I thought that I'd lost someone that I love but haven't really been in contact with as of late. Thankfully, that's not what happened. Actually, the truth of the situation was actually kind of worse and more complicated, but it made for a scary couple of minutes. And in those moments, I realized that actually keeping people at an arm's length and then losing them it's actually a lot worse. There's so much regret. So do me a favor this week. Reconnect with somebody. They'll be glad you called. Moving on. Last week, we had our first hard freezes of the year and a bit of a snowstorm, so I ended up tearing down the entire garden. If you're new, my whole garden was in containers. I knew I wanted to get most of the containers emptied so that I could First of all, put the containers away in the garage so I wouldn't have to look at them all winter, and also so that I could mix all the soil together, thus making crop rotation less of an issue for next year. I have this little alcove next to the house, so I put down a tarp and bent some spare fencing into a big column, and then I filled that space with the soil from the containers, as well as grass clippings, leaves, and some half-cooked compost. I will not be able to turn this at all, so I'm hoping that the airflow from the open sides will allow it all to break down as much as possible. And then before planting next year, I'll just spread it out on the tarp and and mix it up as best I can. I think it's really important to sit down at the end of a gardening season and reflect on how things went while everything is still fresh. So here is my recap. I had some issues with seed starting this year. Next year, I need to start earlier, before Valentine's Day as opposed to after, and I will be mixing my own soil blend. That's a topic that I need to do a bunch more research on this winter, but regardless, I will not be relying on store-bought soil. The main plant that I started inside uh, were, were my heirloom tomatoes, and despite the slow start that they got thanks to my missteps, it was ultimately a pretty decent year. I definitely want to plant more next year, and I feel better planning for that because uh, they did quite well in pots and containers. This is my first year planting tomatoes in pots, and I knew that 
you know, lots of people plant tomatoes in pots, but I was a little bit worried about my specific heirloom varieties since they're not really documented varieties. I didn't know how they would do, but ultimately they did fine. So I will definitely be expanding next year. I had, I think, six plants this year, um, and I will at the very least be doubling that next year. I also started some peppers inside, and they never really recovered. I ended up buying three plants of all different varieties, uh, which did fairly well. I definitely need to plant more next year. Peppers are the kind of thing where really just six or seven productive plants could meet my pepper needs for the entire year. I'm sure I'll end up starting some myself next year, and the varieties will depend on what Baker Creek has to offer, but I am considering going back to Corbachi peppers, which are a sweet, colorful, long and skinny variety because I planted them in 2019 and I was really pleased with how well they did. I purchased three eggplant starts, one Black Beauty and two of a Japanese variety, and they did extraordinarily well. They were in 20-gallon fabric pots and they seemed to love that. They were huge, but they didn't even need structural support. Next year, I will change nothing. Same size pot, same location. Don't fix it if it isn't broken. Staying on the topic of crops that did well, zucchini. I had four 10-gallon fabric pots with two to three plants per pot. The size of the container was fine. The location was fine. Next year, I think I'll stick to a maximum of two per pot. I have easily met my zucchini needs for the entire year and possibly then some. Powdery mildew became a bit of an issue towards the end, but it was hard to care given that I had already harvested so much. Powdery mildew also got the peas, and that was a bit disappointing. I purchased a neem oil spray that worked great, but it would have worked better if I had been more proactive about it. I made sure to throw the plants that had powdery mildew in the garbage rather than composting them, so hopefully that will help limit my issues next year. I love peas. I had plenty, but I could always use more. I planted the first round on St. Patrick's Day, and that seemed like the perfect time, so I will continue that tradition next year. But really, the biggest thing is going to be uh, applying neem oil spray uh, prophylactically instead of waiting for there to be an issue. Also on St. Patrick's Day, I planted carrots. Again, that was perfect timing. Um, I do need to do better about thinning them. Either that or I need to sit there and carefully plant one seed at a time like a crazy person. I'm leaning towards doing the latter because at this point, I know myself well enough to know that I will not thin them. I will say that I'm going to thin them, and then I will simply not. The cosmic nebulas were so spectacular. I am absolutely planting them again next year. I'm going to plant more too because I definitely could use more carrots in the freezer. The final spring crop that I planted on St. Patrick's Day were my potatoes in 20-gallon fabric pots. I feel like I've talked about this at length on this podcast already, so I won't get too deep into this, but I loved that these were so hands-off. They required very little work until harvest day, and they doubled as weed suppression uh, on the landscaping, And they caught water from the sprinklers, so I barely even had to water them. Depending on my soil budget for next year, I may end up lining the property with these things just for the sake of turning an otherwise unused space into food production. 
Next year, I hope to plant radishes earlier, possibly even on St. Patrick's Day with my other spring crops. I need to be better about spacing and thinning them, just like with the carrots. I planted French breakfast and white hailstone this year, and the hailstone were fine, uh, no complaints, but I loved the French breakfast radishes. They were so fast, so pretty, so fun, so I'll definitely be planting those again. As for cucumbers, eh, it was a pretty bad year in my opinion. It was better than last year, uh, but still didn't really meet my expectations. I, I got a bunch of cucumbers and I made, I think, six quarts or so of refrigerator pickles, but I was hoping for a lot more and I was hoping for more all at the same time so that I, I could justify, you know, getting out the water bath canner and actually canning some pickles. Powdery mildew was an issue, especially towards the end of the season. It felt like maybe the 10-gallon fabric pots were a bit on the small size, so I may size up next year or plant fewer seeds in each pot. I think I had three or four seeds in each pot, and I could bring that down to just two. Uh, The cucumbers that were the most productive seemed to be the ones that I planted on the edges of the bigger tomato and eggplant pots, and then I just let them trail off to the side. So that was a nice way to get more value out of that space, and I think they benefited from being in a larger container. So I'll definitely do that again. I planted one experimental 10-gallon fabric pot with sugar baby bush watermelon uh, and a tomato cage to encourage them to grow vertically. This wasn't really worth it. It was fun. Uh, It was interesting. And it's definitely the plant that got the most comments of people who saw my garden. Uh, And I did, in the end, get three small melons that were tasty and pretty. But, uh, you know... It just took up space, and it wasn't, you know, three small melons is kind of nothing. So uh, someday I'll grow tons of watermelon, but for now, while I have such limited space, uh, I think I'm going to prioritize other things. As for beans, I grew several varieties this year. Borlodi was a shelling bean, and they were gorgeous, but I'm going to skip shelling beans moving forward, at least until I have land. They're just not productive enough for the space that they take up. I love the act of shelling beans, so I am sad about this, but again, it's just a space issue. My standard Kentucky Wonder green beans were much more prolific than the purple dove beans. Uh, I'm sure I'll get wooed by some pretty bean in the seed catalogs, you know, come spring, but I'm going to try to stick to mostly just standard green beans for next year. I put zero beans in the freezer this year, so I definitely need to grow more. Uh, The five-gallon fabric pots mostly seemed big enough, although I think that they could do even better with larger containers. Also, uh, I planted a final round of beans in August for a fall harvest, and that was great. I will definitely be doing that again. It was a great year for kale. Uh, The scarlet kale seemed to attract fewer pests than the green lacinato kale, I could definitely eat and freeze more, so I may plant more next year as space allows. Lettuce and other greens, uh, I need to be better about staggered planting, and I need to remember to not even bother once June rolls around. It, it gets bitter as soon as that heat comes in. It's better to just plant in August for a September harvest and you know use the summer to grow other things. 
And lastly, herbs. This was my best herb year ever, and yet I didn't even scratch the surface of what it could have been. I want to plant a a wider variety next year for sure. Uh, This year, I pretty much just had basil, parsley, and spearmint. Um, I definitely could have used oregano and chives, and I could have been better about uh, harvesting the herbs that I had more actively um, and processing them more actively. Uh, I think the yield was there. I just wasn't as on top of picking it. So those are kind of my notes. I might have missed a couple of things, but those are the big points that I want to remember come, you know, February when I start really planning a next year's garden. If I didn't write all that down, I promise you I would make the same mistakes next year. Planning is easily half of a successful garden. And the planning doesn't start when the seed catalogs come out. It starts as early as possible, ideally as soon as you put the previous year's garden in the ground. Some people have their gardens planned for years in advance, but listen, we're amateurs here. We're doing the best we can. Okay, thrift of the week. I did not do a lot of thrifting this week, but I did manage to find four brand new boxes of canning lids, two regular mouth and two wide mouth for $1 per box. Those of you who are canners know that canning supplies have been hard to find this year. I found some regular mouth lids at one point in a grocery store, but I have been completely unable to find wide mouth lids. So I was really happy to find these. I still have some canning to do. I have tomatoes in the freezer that need to get processed at some point, so these will definitely come in handy. And $1 per box is a great deal, even if they weren't in short supply. If you're new here, every week I focus on one specific task to help better prepare me for someday when I have my own farm. Last week, or really the week before last, uh, I said I'd focus on reading. I sure did not do that. I knew the day would come when I would have to log on here and tell you guys that I totally botched a goal. Uh, And sure enough, that day is today. Uh, I read one book. It was fiction. I didn't even learn anything. So... (laughs) Actually, I'm even more behind my reading goal for the year than I was when I set that goal two weeks ago. Whatever. I'm not mad at myself. It's important to have your priorities straight. And reading is simply not more important than family and friends and mental health. Um, I still would like to reach that goal this year, though. And to do that, I'm going to have to play some catch up. So later this month, I will try again and do like a readathon week uh, to catch up for my goal of reading 52 books this year. For this upcoming week, I am going to work on something that I consider a side hustle. So I'm a full-time reseller. I make my living selling stuff online. And that means when I sell something, I then ship it to the buyer. And over the past few months, I have acquired some larger items that really shouldn't be shipped. And they've just been collecting dust. And in addition, I have some personal items that I would like to get rid of. So I'm going to spend a bit of time this week uh, cleaning up these items and posting them uh, for local sale. My goal is just to list them since I can't control uh, when and if they will sell. Uh, I've sold a total of two things locally ever, so this is kind of a new process for me. And I'm a little bit nervous about the meeting up in person aspect of it, but this definitely seems like a viable way to make extra cash on the side while also decluttering. So... As always, uh, I will report back and let you know how it went. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any comments or questions, you can find me on Instagram at Homestead Dreaming or on my website, homestead-dreaming.com. If you're a homestead dreamer, I would love to hear what you're doing to work towards your goal. If you haven't already, please get out there and vote. It is more important this year than ever. Stay safe. I'll see you next week.